This is More in the Morning on News Talk 1010 Toronto. I've been saying through the show this morning that it's kind of hard to overstate how important this deal between the city of Toronto and the province is. And certainly one person who can appreciate it is the person who originally pitched as the principal plank or the first plank at the very least in her mayoral platform, the idea of uploading the Don Valley Parkway and the QEW and the uh, Gardner Expressway to the province. And that is exactly what the province has agreed to do. Former city council former deputy mayor, one-time mayoral candidate, Anna Bailau, joins us. Nice to have you. Good morning. Good morning, John. You and I have talked about this before, and even if you're taking a victory lap, you're not necessarily irked that something that you pitched is being accomplished by somebody else. Oh, absolutely not. I mean, I, I you know, I ran because I, I I had a good plan to make the city better. You know, this is the city that welcomed me and my family. And to see uh, part of that plan uh, come through, you know, I'm, 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 I'm both thrilled and humbled to, to see, you know, a good idea. A good idea is a good idea. So it was a good idea during the campaign and it's a good idea now. And I'm thrilled and humbled to see it uh, implemented, especially in a time where the city is going through really difficult times. Uh, the residents are going through difficult times. There's a form affordability crisis in 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 the city and and in the province and so uh, seeing our governments coming together and uh addressing these issues uh it, it it's 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 good to see i had insiders over the last month or so saying you cannot believe how well the city and the province are getting along behind closed doors because this is part of a long negotiation but i mean how would you frame it how big a deal is this well, I think that uh, the acknowledgement that there is um, a, a few things, like, like the Gardner, but there's Gardner, there's housing, there's, uh, you know, the city has the only one that has the subway. Uh, there's a lot of issues that have been downloaded that really we should have the conversation with the other orders of government to upload, given that the city doesn't have the financial tools to deal with a lot of these issues. I think that's a very, very good uh, step in, in the right direction. Is it's, it's what we needed. So when I, in the campaign, started the campaign talking about we need a new deal, and it starts with the gardener and the DVP, I gave a very concrete example because I felt like people needed to understand what needed to be talked about. Um, uh, I think it's the way to go. Now, this this can't be the end of the conversation, right? We we know that part of the deal is is a three year operating financial assistance, but this issue is not going to be done in three years. So, what would really important, what is really significant about aspects of the deal, like the Gardner and the DVP, is that these are sustainable solutions, long term solutions, and those are the the solutions that the city and the province need to continue to talk about. Okay, how about Ottawa in all of this? They are strangely quiet. Uh, well, I, we saw that the prime minister has agreed to to be to join this team, and uh, and I think again that's a that's a good sign. They need to be part of the conversation as well because that one billion dollars is not all provincial uh, responsibilities. There are some federal responsibilities we've been seeing with what's happening with uh, with the refugees, and that is, for example, a very concrete area that uh, the federal government needs to step up. How the intake is done, how we uh, uh, take care of our refugees uh, is a responsibility of the federal government, and it can't be uh, on the back of the taxpayers uh, of Toronto, because the, the city doesn't have the financial tools, right? And so uh, they need to be part of the 
the conversation. It was encouraging to see them join uh, the group. And like I said, the conversation needs uh, to continue to, to have a vibrant, robust uh, city of Toronto. And everybody, you know, the, the line that all politicians use when Toronto does well, you know, the province does well and the, and the country does well, you know, it, it's a bit of a cliche, but it's the reality. We know it, it is the reality. It is the economic engine of this country and of this uh, of this province. And it is imperative that we, we ensure the financial sustainability of the city. Thank you very much. Good to have you. Always a pleasure to be here with you. That is Anna Bailao, former city councillor and the person who hatched that idea. And you know, I've already acknowledged, I didn't think it was a crazy idea. I just thought it was sort of like pitching, you know, here's what I, here's how much money I'd like my parents to give me. And yet from the day that she pitched it on our show, and I'd have to go back and look at the calendar to see when it was, to yesterday where Olivia Chow and Doug Ford hugged each other while they announced having reached this deal. It's, uh, it's fantastic. And I would agree with Anna Bailao, and our pundits probably have their own opinions as well at 7.45 and 8.45. The work isn't done, but this is... You know, I, I don't know if it's close the door and put your back against it and go, wow, okay, things are better. But it's very, very, very significant. This is More in the Morning on News Talk 1010 Toronto. Doug Ford and Olivia Chow making a deal yesterday, and it is a transformative deal in terms of the relationship between uh, Toronto and Queen's Park, but also it's money for all kinds of the things that Olivia Chow has promised she was going to do. And you'll remember up until this point, I mean, she's only been the mayor since the uh, 26th of June, but I was pointing out that these are lovely ideas, but where's Where's the money to pay for them? Well, now we have the money to pay for it. And the guy who loosened the purse strings is Peter Bethlen Falvey, the finance minister for the province. And he joins us now. Nice to have you, sir. Great to be with you, John. And you mentioned St. Donat yesterday, and I was one of those few Montrealers who knew exactly what you were talking about. So uh, glad that you mentioned that. Who would have known? Maybe you and I were in cottage country at the same time 40 years before we met. Same vintage. There you go. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about this. And, you know, in strictly financial terms, maybe you can go through some of the numbers in order to make some sense out of exactly what this deal is going to amount to for Toronto. Yeah, on the operating expense uh, over the next three years, it's $1.2 billion. It's up to $7 billion of capital, depending on the due diligence on the Don Valley and the Gardner. Over that, the capital is over 10, 10 years. And I think this is a this is a win-win for Toronto. It's a win for, for Ontario. As the Premier said yesterday, you know, everyone feels half-happy. So half-happy actually probably means it's a good deal for, for both sides. Everyone gave a little bit and got a little bit. But I think, uh, bottom line, this is good for not just Toronto. Uh, you mentioned earlier the, the cliche, what's good for Toronto is good for Ontario, and what's good for Ontario is good for Canada. So I, I, this is a, a historic deal that uh, was struck yesterday. Well, and also notable, I think, for the setting aside of politics, which in many respects has been Doug Ford's, Doug Ford 2.0. He's been very non-political. He just wants to get this stuff done. Well, you know, he's a he's a business person. I come from a, a business background. And, you know, we really have a philosophy, not just uh, with the premier and myself, all of caucus, get things done. Uh, 
you know, talking about things for decades and not, you know, and everyone, you know, going back and forth. No, let's, we have an urgent need to uh, build infrastructure, to protect people, to uh, support businesses. And, you know, the Don Valley and the Gardner, they're the the economic art, artery of, uh, of the GTA. And uh, we're, you know, that GTA is 50% of Ontario's GDP and 20% of Canada's. So it's an imperative that we just don't talk about things, that we actually get them done. Now, um, when we're driving on those two roadways, I guess we as motorists aren't going to notice anything. But I wonder, structurally, does this change things for the province? I mean, do you have to hire on new people? Do you have to buy trucks? Uh, I don't know. Well, you know, that's why we we also got an extensive period of due diligence. But let me tell you, this uh, many many people who use the DVP come in from Pickering. They come in for from many parts of uh, the GTA. Uh, they uh, tourists come in. Toronto's a great tourist, as is all of Toronto, uh, Ontario, as a destination. So what this means is that we'll ensure that there's uh, the DVP and the Gardner are in a state of good r- repair. Uh, that will make sure the necessary investments are done to to keep it upgraded, to enhance it wherever we can, and keep that artery going. Because uh, we need to not only pe- move people, but we need to move goods to market. Okay, so what's going to happen at the east end of the Gardener? Well, I think it's too early to say, other than we're going to do everything to uh, to make sure if there's options to increase the flow and, and increase productivity. This is all about economic prosperity, and and that will we'll look at all opportunities now to make sure that we give the best experience, to get people out of gridlock, and uh, get them moving. And 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 you know, there's a lot of truckers and others that use uh, use the DVP and the the Gardner to bring bring goods to Toronto. So this is a this is a big day for 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 Ontario. Right, but I mean, a lot of people wondering if that ramp is finally going to be uh, restored. Yeah, too too early to say. Stay okay. tuned. But I think it gives us a lot more optionality here to do what's best for Ontario. And Ontario Place, that's that's a lock. The plan as announced, trees are going to start coming down. Spa's going to go up. Yep. No, they, uh, the full agreement on that is going to move forward. But, you know, I, I, I remind everybody that, you know, Ontario Place is one small piece of this. You know, the big piece, we're going to build more transit. Uh, we're going to have more subway cars. We're going to have more public safety and officers on the subways. We're going to uh, expand with the city's help the East Harbor and Woodbine transit-oriented communities so we can put up uh, towers around that. We're going to uh, unleash surplus lands. So there's a whole bunch of things that go into this deal uh, well beyond Ontario Place and the DVP and Gardner. Thank you, Minister. Good to have you. Always a pleasure, John. Ontario Finance Minister Peter Bethlen Falvey. And uh, how funny, I was talking yesterday on the show about St. Donat. And the reason for that was, if you weren't with us for the uh, the ride yesterday, how crazy is it that, that uh, one of my father's lifelong friends uh, passed away? And we were contacted because, as it turned out, we were in his will. He ended up uh, living much of his life in New York City. But... He and his then wife, many, many years ago, I mean, we're talking 60s and 70s, uh, had a cottage in St. Donat, and we would go and visit them. And it was one, one of those magical Laurentian experiences. But here's the thing. He didn't want neighbors. So he got my father to buy the land next door, and then he paid my dad for it. And it was in my dad's name. And the thing is, nobody ever did anything about it. So it's still in my dad's name. So now we're trying to figure out what the heck to do about it.